Hey, hello everyone out there. This is another episode of the PlayStation Report. I'm Frank, and joining me is Tyler. Uh, I'll ask you how you're doing, but quickly, just before we get started, I would like to say, uh, there, well, there's a whole lot going on right now. Uh, there's, there's the natural disasters, um, the Hurricane Laura, which has been ravaging the Gulf Coast, uh, and of course, there are a couple more hurricanes on the horizon as well, I saw. Um, and just uh, wanted to send my thoughts and prayers to all the people down there, especially those in the Caribbean islands who get hit first before it makes landfall in the United States. I think a lot of that is overlooked, like how Haiti and Cuba and Puerto Rico get fucking just annihilated by these hurricanes, and we hardly ever see any news coverage of that. Uh -huh. Um... But yeah, I that that's a whole shit show down there. Um, I I heard some like absolute like just disastrous like mishandlings of trying to evacuate people, like wherein they brought in a plane to evacuate people, didn't tell the people, and then the plane left, and then the people showed up after the plane had left. Nice. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Yeah, it's just God. Yeah, it's kind of kind of crazy how many hurricanes have popped up recently. It is it feels a little unnatural how many there are. Mm. You know what yes. I mean? Like 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 I mean, you know global warming and all that stuff. It's just it's kind of wild. There's like multiple hurricanes like every week. It feels like down yeah. there. And in addition to that currently there are the second and third largest wildfires going on simultaneously in California. Right. And that's become like a yearly thing now, which is sad. Yeah, and yeah, I mean you, you kind of have to be more than just a dingus to be denying all this climate change thing. Like, it's, it's fucking happening. Like, yep. it's happening right in front of us. Like, and nobody nobody seems to be doing anything about it. Right, and and then you have politicians that don't really give a shit about this stuff because you know money and all that stuff. It's just it's sad. It sucks. Yeah, and then of course uh, the people protesting in Kenosha, I in Wisconsin. It's like, yeah, I mean you you know what's going on there, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, you know what what caused that whole thing to pop off? Like yep, fucking shooting a man in the back seven times, getting in his he, car. Yeah, like he, like they had no reason to arrest him in the first place. He was breaking up a fight between some kids in the neighborhood. Like mm -hmm. his only crime was, oh, a black neighborhood is a black community is functioning properly. We gotta fucking destabilize that. That's what the police are there for, and that. And, of course, the fucking jackass who was driven in by his mom, this white nationalist terrorist, goes over and fucking shoots two people. The police let him escape. He did eventually get arrest arrested, but the police were there. They just yep. let him go. Yep. It, yeah, it's... It's fucked. Uh, I, I hope everyone out there is staying safe. I hope... I hope something fucking gets done because this is ridiculous. Yeah, I I completely agree. It's sad what uh what happened and is happening over there, and yeah, I mean it, it's like 
I don't know, it's a little bit like climate change to me. Like, I just think it's ridiculous that people want to deny that there's things that could be done and that, you know, the police could be doing a much better job than they are. Yeah, and it's it's extremely frustrating, like, watching the media cover it because w- what do they do about the about the uh, the black guy who got shot? They bring up his uh, speeding tickets. What do they do about that white kid who shot two people in the head, they fucking show a goddamn picture of him cleaning up graffiti. Right. It's... It's disgusting. It's fucked. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I... I just hope y'all out there are... Uh, I don't know. It, it's... It's a really tough thing to, to talk about, and I... I just hope everyone who, who needs... Uh, I, I know... This is a tough time for a lot of people who struggle with mental health, and I, I hope people who who are having struggles right now are getting the resources they need. I mean, it's it like this has been one hell hell year, but like I I don't think we can really chalk this down to oh it's 2020. This is shit that's been building for like decades. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah and it's not like 2021. Everything will magically go away. Yeah. And then, of course, R.I.P. to uh, Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. Who passed away to colon cancer, who we kept a secret from the public and kept working through it. So, like, holy shit, that dude. Yeah. When I read that, I was like, what? He had cancer? Like, just, you couldn't even tell, honestly. Mm -hmm. You know, just watching him. Yeah, that was was incredibly sad to see. um, Because he seemed like a genuinely amazing dude and very inspiring to a lot of people i mean the, the only thing i've seen him in is uh black panther in the marvel movies but i think he was like the perfect guy to play black panther and mm-hmm. did an excellent job in those movies and yeah that was really sad yeah and uh i mean i i don't mean to pile on to this but like a lot of people out there are simply saying fuck cancer and like Yes, yeah, cancer fucking sucks. But, like, even so, like, Chadwick Boseman was a guy who had resources who could get treatment. There are a lot of people out there who can't even get treatment because of the current healthcare situation in the United States. Like, if you want to say fuck cancer, you should also, like, be looking into the ways that the current healthcare situation in the United States is failing more than just these celebrities. Right. Agreed. So, yeah. All right. I, Very I, sad. Yeah, I guess I'll step down from my political soapbox here because I, I know that's not what everyone wants to hear, but it's important stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. So, Tyler, on on that depressing note, have you played any bad video games? <laughs> have I played bad video games? Not really. Mm. Not that I, I can did. think of I, in terms I, of I, bad. What'd you play? I, I played a round of Fall Guys. I'm gonna say that's a bad video game. Okay, that's a bad video game. All right. How how did that go? Not good. Not good at all. Uh, it's yeah. I there was a lot of luck involved in the way I got eliminated. Mm. Mm-hmm. I got eliminated on one of those door things where, where it's one door that lets you through. Right. Yeah. I don't. I don't like those those levels. It was 
It was the last door I missed. The <sighs> last door, and then people went flooding into the one, and I couldn't get in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that game, I, I haven't played it. I didn't play it this week, but that game can be very frustrating. It, it's it, To me, it, it's like, let's make Mario Party the mini games in Mario Party at Battle Royale, which I think is a genuinely fun idea, but... <laughs> Yeah, that game can. Yeah, just it's be a fun idea, but when you when you put it out there, it's actually like, yeah, it, it is frustrating. I and I don't think it's particularly good. I think it just has a lot of hype around it, for right? Marketing reasons, like the marketing deal they had with Sony to get on the PS Plus thing. Uh, I think, yeah, and there are a lot of uh, high level influencers who were paid to play this game on stream. It's one of those situations where like. Yeah, I guess there is a game here, but, like, how much of the momentum from this game is being fabricated? Yeah, I can kind of see where you're coming from there, because I don't don't hate the game. I don't love it. Like I said, I I think it's a big feel thing for me. I don't like how it feels, personally. And, but it does, like, people that are going on of how this is, like, the game of the year, I'm like, what are you fucking talking about? Like, are you serious right now? Um, it, I mean, it's. It, I think it also was caught at the right time. You know, I think a lot of people were just kind of in the mood for something like this. And then, you know, I think, yeah, it's a battle royale, but it's it's something different. You know, it's not a shooter, and so I think that catches a lot of people' interest. And getting out there on PlayStation Plus is huge. I mean, look what uh, look what that did for Rocket League years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean that that game being on PlayStation Plus that was huge for them. Um, so that can happen, but yeah, well, uh, who knows? Say, Ro- Rocket League is an infinitely better game in my opinion. <laughs> oh, hundred <laughs> percent, absolutely. Uh, yeah, and Fall Guys like every time I play it, I'll play it for you know thirty minutes, do a couple rounds or whatever, and then I'm just kind of like, ah, all right, I'm kind of done. You know, I I I can't sit there. It's not a game that I can see myself sitting there for hours playing mm. on end. Okay. So. Yeah. All right. Well, uh. Well, um, let, let me ask you this. Speaking of bad, what did you think of that Formula One race today? Uh, well, the action up front was bad, but I, yeah. I, liked, I liked some of the stuff in the middle, man. Yeah. I liked watching Pierre Gasly cut through a lot of. Yeah, traffic. It it was that was fun to watch. That, that was fun to watch. Uh, I uh, th- there was a scary crash. Yeah. Well, it was scarier looking at the aftermath than when you actually just look at what happened. Like, what actually happened was, oh, Giovinazzi went off and his tire came and took out George Russell. It right. looked it looked a lot worse after. It that. it did. Like, if you just see an image of those cars wrecked you'd be like oh my god are they okay yeah. sort of thing but but luckily yeah. it wasn't two cars colliding because that's when it gets really dangerous when one car spins sideways and another catches yeah. it but that isn't what happened right so yeah yeah, yeah there was just super telling that the ferrari ferrari made a shit car just an absolute dog shit car oh 100 percent. i mean <laughs> they were it is by alfa romeo it isn't even their engine I know, I know. It, it's it's 
quite sad how far they've fallen and and you can just hear the frustration in the drivers and but then at the same time like the team themselves like their strategist today like acts like they have no clue what the fuck they're doing mm-hmm. to the point where I'm like are you like what the fuck happened to you guys like like the drivers are having to kind of be the strategist on the team and stuff I'm like what is going the fuck on? Like, Vettel's like, my tires are shot. I got to come in and pit, and then they never bring him in. It's like, mm-hmm. what is happening, dude? And, 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 yeah, you can tell they they don't have a good car. I mean, coming from – I mean, they, they won this race last year. They were battling with Yeah. They were battling with Haas at the back. Yeah. And, and just the fact that, like, you know, Leclerc pit, they pit him twice for some reason – uh, that he, was because of an air pressure thing in the. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, that's that's right. Uh, so, but he comes in and just the fact that like Pierre Gasly just cut through the fucking field when he pit and came to the back, and Leclerc just I think he passed like what two or three cars maybe by the yeah. time he pit. I saw, like, a, I saw a tweet like <laughs> apparently awful. Leclerc behind Grosjean had DRS and was using something called, like, the K1 Plus overtake mode, and he couldn't yeah. get by him for, like, two consecutive laps. Wow. With DRS and that up up engine mode, like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they, they've really, really fallen off. And it's just, it's kind of wild, and to be honest with you, I feel like it kind of has made this season a little weird because... You know, you're so used to Ferrari being up there and just, you know, competing really well. And the fact that they're not leaves this, like, weird hole, I think, to where every race is just literally the Mercedes and Max Verstappen, and that's it. You know, the yeah, the, the, the mid, mid-pack stuff's entertaining. Yeah, definitely, but it's just a little little weird. But at the same time, I would love if Ferrari was more competitive because I also feel like... You know, Renault and Racing Point and McLaren are a little bit more competitive this year. Not enough to compete with Mercedes, but it would overall make everything way more interesting. But yeah, they're yeah. Just bad, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. I. I generally like. I've given up on caring about like what's happening up front in Formula One right now. Like, especially yeah. like with the current regulations and just how Mercedes have dominated it for the past what six seven years right um yeah i yeah it just it just i think this year just feels a little bit different because i just feel like there's literally no way anyone is even going to beat lewis hamilton like every fucking race unless something magical happens you know like like at silverstone with the tire issue or something like that it's just and I also find it just wild that his own teammate can't even really compete with him. Yeah. Like, something's fucking weird there. And and you can, like, to me, I just felt like you could hear it in everybody's kind of tone in this race. Like, the commentators just felt like, like, this just sort of sucks. Uh, and Max Verstappen at the end of the race saying it was boring as hell. <laughs> like, oh my god. Like that to me, that's just not a great look for Formula One right now to me. Yeah. But I know things are going to change here in a couple of years. We'll see 
how that goes, but it just kind of stinks. I, I just wish it would be a little bit more competitive up front because I just feel like you can go in to every race and be like, yep, it's going to be Hamilton, Botas, Verstappen, unless something happens. Yeah. And you I know? guess, uh, yeah, I guess if we want to just get all our racing in right now, we did record before the Indy 500 last week. What did mm-hmm. you think of that? I thought it was really entertaining. I liked the entire race. I hated how it ended. Yeah. I like what... I, that just to me I don't I didn't read try to look it up or anything, but I really don't understand why they didn't just red flag that race and have the last couple laps under green. I just thought that completely sucked. I get that was a really nasty crash. It would have taken some time, but it's not like bad weather was coming or it was getting dark or anything like that. I just think that that's like the biggest race in motorsports and ended that way. Just kind of kind of sucked because, I mean, I think if that crash didn't happen, I still think Sato would have won because he was kind of pulling away from Dixon. But still, I mean, you know, it was a pretty entertaining battle there at the end. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I I really enjoyed it, but like, it, I I kind of forgot how much like Indy Five Hundred is like. A fucking game of attrition where so many cars just go out of the race. Yeah, like, I, there there had to have been like ten DNFs, right? Uh, yep. I didn't look at the final final uh, whatever it ended as, but like it's there were a lot of crashes, man. There was, there was, and I mean that that crash there at the end though was nasty. Mm-hmm. That was a crazy crash. I mean, if those tires weren't there at the end of pit road, I, that would have just been awful to see. But, but yeah, I thought it was a really, really entertaining race. I always like it, and I just think it's it's kind of wild how much of a chess match that race is. Like it's mm-hmm. like you almost don't want to be in the lead right at the end in a way because you want to be able to get a run on somebody or and pass them. It's just, but yeah, I just thought it was a little bit of a bummer that it ended under under uh, caution. Yeah. But hey, I mean, Sato had a good car all, all fucking day. Yeah. It's not like he, it's not like he didn't deserve the win. Yeah. It, you just you just always want to see something like that end end under actual green flag racing. Yeah. And then I so. watched a little bit of Daytona yesterday. Yeah. I, I ended up watching pretty much that whole thing. I don't know if you saw any of the end stuff. Oh, dude, I... So here's the thing about, like... I didn't realize how long the Daytona race was. Yeah. And I drank a little bit too much beer and fell asleep before the end. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, that, that's funny. It was, uh... I mean, it was, it was a fine race. It, you know, they race in packs and everything, so, you know, it's bound to have a lot of chaos towards the end and um I, I i was just shocked to see how long it like they they didn't wreck at all until like eight laps to go but um i forget i think it was tyler reddick took the lead and they were going through turns three and four he was on the bottom and the upper lane i think kyle bush was leading it had a run and he drove in the corner, like, tur- the, you know, they're turning left. 
He just went hard right in the middle of the corner up the track to block him and just, dude, like 10 or 12 cars got fucking annihilated because uh, he got up into the wall and it just chained from there. It was awful. Everybody was so mad at him. I think one of the drivers post-race said that this dude ran out of talent and <laughs> that and then I'm like, oh my god. It was it was kind of wild, but... Yeah. Well, I did some oval racing and I racing. Yeah, how'd that go? Where where'd you race? I I raced at Charlotte. Yeah. Uh, I qualified third. I ju- I got I got up to second, and I was trying to make the overtake for first, but it got a little out of balance, tagged a wall, and ended up dropping all the way back to tenth. Oh man. And then a huge fucking crash happened ahead of me that I managed to skirt through and get back up to third, pass for second. And then, like, with two laps to go, I had this guy hounding me on on the, on the my ass, like, through the entire lap. But he couldn't pass me. He, like, he couldn't figure out how to get a run on me to pass me. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know how there's, like, a little kink, like, in, in Charlotte? Like, it comes out kind of like Daytona. Mm-hmm. And there's like there's some grass on the infield there. He fucking shoots one up the grass, loses grip, slams into me. Well, what? slams into my back left quarter panel. I ended up like pinning him against the wall, like the inside wall down on the apron, into turn one. And I dropped like I managed to recover my car and finish third. <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> that's crazy. Were you racing stock cars or? Yeah, we were racing okay. stock cars. Yeah. Wow. That's fucking wild. Yeah, it was. Mm. I, you know, I there is something about oval racing that I think I think is fun. Like I'm not sure it's fun to watch all the time. Yeah, but it, certainly. But it is fun to drive in games. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And it, it's a lot about rhythm, mm-hmm. and and then even, you know, if something's just not working, the fact that you can like. You know, change your lane or something like that. You know, run high, run bottom, run in the middle, whatever. That stuff can be interesting. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I might do some more uh, eye racing. Like it's, it's still a thing that's there that I, that I, that I enjoy every time I go back to it, even when people are dinguses and send it up the fucking grass. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. I'll keep nice. an eye on that. Uh, Tyler, did you do any racing? No, I didn't. Okay. Uh, I, I haven't done any racing, but I'll be 100% honest with you. I have a massive itch to play F1 2020, <laughs> so I might do that. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. I never started my second season. I pretty much just stopped there. But, mm-hmm. you know, I got all these fucking upgrades and stuff at the end of the first season. I want to see how it goes. Yeah, so I if I remember correctly, se- my the season I did, I did not oh. do super well in um, the Australian Grand Prix. So mm-hmm. kind of want some revenge there. I think I finished like seventh or whatever. I just felt slow. Yeah. I started my uh, second season. I I went up. I did like I think two races. I think Vietnam's the second race, right? Um, third, I think. Third. I think Bot Bot Reigns is. Oh race. yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I did, I did the Hanoi circuit like for a second time, and I'm, I'm gonna say I'm not sure the drivers are gonna like that track a lot. You have to be really patient, 
yeah. around a lot of those turns. Yeah, you do. Definitely. Oh well. What uh, What do you? Uh, I mean, what do you make of uh, the? Uh, I guess uh, F one now. It's the rest of the schedule. We're racing Bahrain twice with the outer loop. Yeah, that's what gonna you... be crazy. <laughs> that is that's like the closest F one's so ever gonna fast. get to oval racing and that's gonna be fucking wild, I think. Man. Yeah, that's gonna that's gonna be so fast. I just I hope it'll be fun. Yeah. Um I also I also like that they're going back to Turkey. I think Turkey's a good circuit. Yeah. Absolutely. I would love if they somehow could get some of these new tracks into into the game mm-hmm. that'd be so much fun but oh, i know that's a hell of a lot of work <laughs> yeah and they'd probably want to charge for it mm. yeah absolutely yeah. all right well uh i guess let, let's let's put the racing on hold here uh you play anything else i mean we're gonna do all right before we get to that, we're going to do a separate podcast about Divinity Original Sin 2, because we finished that thing. Uh, just quickly, I think that's a fantastic fucking game. I think that's our new 2017 game of the year. I went back and looked at the 2017 games, and that's the same year as fucking Nier, so I can't, I can't really... Uh, I can't handle all this. <laughs> yeah, 2017's a good year, dude. I'd have, to go, I'd have to go look at my list again, since I did not play Nier in 2017. But I think Nier would be high up there for me as well. But yeah, I I, uh, I love that game. I mean, I'll, I'll just kind of leave it there. I, I honestly, I think that's a one of my favorite games I've ever played. Divinity Original Sin 2. Yeah. And then I, I, I have Wasteland 3 downloaded, so mm-hmm. I'm ready to go with that whenever we want to start a co-op run of that. Yeah, I downloaded it yesterday. I haven't played it or anything, but I have it ready to roll. Right. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, I will say, I the, the only thing I've played this week is I've played a lot of Ghost of Tsushima. Um, I am in Act 2 and probably close to Act 3. Okay. <laughs> So I've I've been I've been charging ahead. I've done a lot of side quests as well. A lot of the um, or uh, what are they called? Mythic tales. Done some of them. Um, it's a. I am enjoying myself playing this game. I'm I'm I feel like I'm kind of getting a little exhausted of it a little bit, but um, you know I'm I'm enjoying you know the combat. The story's picking up a little bit more for me. Um, Especially some of the side quests that involve some of the characters that you kind of recruit. Um, I just finished one last night that I thought was pretty interesting, actually. Um, and, you know, the game continues to wow me visually and, and all sorts of stuff. I don't know how far you are, but I got... Well, yeah, let me, let me just ask that. How far are you in this game? Oh, I'm, I have hardly even started Act 2. Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Like, I, right. I got to Act 2 and then started doing a lot of side stuff. Gotcha. Okay. So, I'm not going to spoil it too much, but there is a... Uh, one of the main story missions, you end up getting a new... I'll just say mechanic, I guess, that I feel, like, makes this game, like, even more easy. <laughs> And it's kind of a fun thing to use, but I'm like, 
wow. Like, I don't even know why this is in here, because holy shit, I just feel like... I just feel like this game has gotten pretty easy with where I'm at. Especially, you know, you just get... The combat doesn't change up too much in terms of, like, you know, you, you see the, sh the shield guy, you change to that stance. You see the sword guy, you change to that stance. See the brute, you change to that stance sort of thing. And, and the enemies don't change up too much, so you kind of just start to get really good at it. And being good at the game is basically what this whole mechanic's all about, so that it makes things even easier. And It's, it's interesting. It's an interesting moment when it happens like story-wise i was like wow okay i didn't actually expect this sort of thing to happen it was it was kind of fun but um and i i think the only thing that i feel has been like challenging in this game is some of the like boss fights which i kind of enjoy some of the duels um because especially when you get into act two there's some duels kind of around the the region you can kind of get into and I got into one of them that was just kicking my ass. I think it took me a couple tries to get it. But, uh, yeah, enjoying that game. Uh, I do have some, you know, I'll say the more nitpicky things I have about this game are things that, like, aren't even in the game. They're things that I wish the game had. Or, or like, it was a little different. Like, for example, I, you know, you are you know, kind of trying to drive the Mongols out. But I feel like even when you take over areas and stuff, like, yeah, they change a little bit, but I just don't truly feel that. I wish I just felt it more, and you just kind of saw it more. I wish the whole honor thing played more into how you actually decide how you want to play the game. Um, I wish just some things were a little bit more epic, I guess for what it's going for. Like the end of Act One, I just I just didn't feel much about that mission, and I wish I did. I wish it felt a little bit more epic, sort of thing. It, so I can't really like hold those things against the game necessarily, but you know I guess there's always room for ideas for a sequel. But yeah, I'm gonna keep trucking along with it. So awesome. Yeah, I. All right, so I have a a nitpicky thing to say about Ghost of Tsushima. It can't, you can't turn the goddamn stance tutorials off. Sometimes you're oh, fighting really yeah. weak fucking enemies, and it's like I don't give a fuck what stance I'm in. I'm just gonna parry their ass and kill them anyway. And then right. it pops up, hey, switch to this stance for this type of enemy. I'm like, shut the fuck up. And there's nowhere yes. in the menu to tell them to shut the fuck up. I completely agree with you on that. Yes, that is something that very much bothers me. It's it's like, dude, I've played this game for twenty hours. Like, I, I get it. I'm just not changing stances to kill this guy. Like, you don't need to to tell me. Yeah, I, I agree with that. All right, I, enough bitching about that game. I, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I generally think it's a fine game, but one that I don't think, like, I don't think it's a great game. I think it's, I think it's fine. I think it does what it what it sets out to do and I'm just not impressed with it. It's fair. 
so that's it for you. That's all the games yeah. you played. Okay. That's all I've played. I mean, I kind of remember us playing a few rounds of Apex, but I, yeah, whatever. Okay. Let's, yeah. We, we can just throw out that out the window because yeah, every, we, everyone can just assume that we're, we're going to play Apex when we have the chance. Yeah, yeah, we did did play some Apex. and Yeah, so I thought some of the changes that you showed me of some of the new season stuff was pretty interesting. And um, the new character seems very oh. cool. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, playing playing with you and watching you play her, I thought she was pretty interesting. Yeah, I, I like Rampart a lot. Um, but yeah, as I'm always playing Apex, so I don't really need to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've also played some more Final Fantasy XIV. You know, All right. I'm participating in this event. Uh, it's a collaboration event between... Final Fantasy and Yokai Watch. So basically, you you grind this type of uh, public event sort of thing, and you get medals that you can exchange for these minions. And then if you go to certain areas and grind these events with that minion active, you get these legendary medals, which you can get special cool-looking weapons. So I've been doing that. I've been I got three out of the fourteen or fifteen weapons. Alright, cool. So, yeah, that's there for me. I, I also did the summer event. I got a cool beach outfit. Uh, we danced to make a bomb blow up to make a shark go away. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. That was, that was a fun little thing. Uh, but yeah, I'm enjoying it. I I very much look forward to, to the next major update to Final Fantasy fourteen because... I like where that story's going. Uh, you gotta keep sticking with it here. Uh, yeah, for, like I, the weeks to come. Yeah, I'm trying to. Uh, well, I am leveling a healer, and uh, I I just wanna I wanna get those queue times down because everyone plays DPS, and when you go to queue for a content, queue for like a dungeon or a raid or something like that, they always need tanks and healers. Mm. There's plenty of DPS to go around, so I'm, tr- I'm trying to learn how to heal. And gotcha. apparently I chose, like, the easiest class to use, so... Yeah. Uh, that should be that should be good. I I have run into a few, um, a few problems healing for some people. Uh, so, tanks. You know what a tank does. A tank draws the aggro. Mm-hmm. A tank takes all the hits. Well, I, I had this tank last night that forgot to basically flip a switch which would make all the enemies like go after them primarily so I ended up having to heal everybody instead of trying to focus on just healing one making sure one guy doesn't die I had to fucking heal everyone Ugh. so yeah that was that was a little bit miserable because I, then I couldn't get any damage of my own in which made the, made it go even slower um so there was that. I mean, that that isn't as bad as this one tank that, yeah, they draw the aggro, but they wouldn't use any of their damage mitigation moves. Like, they'd use one of them like every minute, and that's not, that's that's not good enough. Yeah, no. like you have three you have three of those moves that you can use. You can just cycle through them, but they didn't do that, and I was focused on I. I almost let them die. Like, yeah, it was getting frustrating. <laughs> but, 
But yeah, I don't know. Some people just, I, I guess, you can chalk it down to some people just learning. So I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not really angry at them. I'm just like, I'm frustrated that I got matched with, I learning a class got matched with other people learning their class, <laughs> and it just turned into uh, kind of a slog. Um. All right. Well. Hmm. Okay. So Tyler, I. I got back into sports games this week. I yeah. You remember like was was it even last month? NBA Two K Twenty. Yeah. Was a fr- was a free game. I, yep. I downloaded that. I'm I'm playing that. I bought MLB The Show Twenty on sale for thirty bucks. I'm back into sports games, Tyler. I didn't think this would happen, but like, I'm back in it, man. Uh, yeah, so... <sighs> just doing franchise modes, because I like to watch the numbers go up. I like to I like to develop players and develop the next superstars in, my, in the league and all that. I also started the uh, NBA 2K20 career mode, my career. And yeah, that story's goofy as hell. Yeah, I, I forget. I, I think it was... It was a long time ago. Yeah, it would, been, it would have been last year when this released. <laughs> well, yeah, but I remember doing one. It was like sixteen or seventeen, maybe that I played. Oh, yeah. I, I don't even remember. Did you do the Spike Lee one? No, it wasn't the Spike Lee one. It was even before that, and it was still. It was goofy. Those modes are fun, but but yeah, they're they uh, don't have the greatest writing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I didn't know that the new Madden still has a story mode in it. I'm like, how many people still play this? (laughs) Like, because it just seems like, you know, they kind of nailed it that first year, but then after that, kind of dropped off Mm -hmm. sort of thing. Yeah, I I don't know. I I think uh, I've heard good things about the FIFA story mode. Hmm. But I don't want to buy another FIFA, man. I've bought so (laughs) many FIFAs over the past decade. Mm-hmm. I don't need to buy another one of those games, or do I? <laughs> I don't know, man. I I remember you. you I mean, you used to play FIFA like every year, and then oh yeah, stopped I, for mm-hmm. Rocket League. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I. But I do have the itch for that. But then again, maybe what I have the itch for is Football Manager, which is more of what I do, which is like manage lineups and like player development and scouting and finding players to bring into my team maybe, mm-hmm. maybe it's football manager I need to get into maybe maybe but then I'll get into that whole management sim hole and just sink all my time into that yeah oh god video games man they're they're a trap man video yeah. games <laughs> uh, but that, that's that's basically it for video games I've played um I, I can't even think of anything else I've really touched. Uh, so, I guess we can move on to news. Uh, earlier this week, I got an email from Sony telling me I can reserve a spot to pre-order a PlayStation 5. <sighs> and that email did not include a price or a date of release. Why would I sign? <laughs> like, this is so fucking dumb, man. Like, 
They want you to sign up to have the opportunity to pre-order a PS5, and you don't even know how much it costs. Like, what the right. hell is this shit? Right. Yeah, I did not get that email. So when I saw, you know, I saw this article on IGN, I was like, what? Like, what is what is this? And you can go in and kind of put your uh, information down to get on the list, but I imagine, you know... I didn't get the email, so I wouldn't be priority sort of thing. But they're, like, basing it off of kind of your history with PlayStation and how much you play on PlayStation, which I'm like, like, I I get that, but I don't at the same time. Like, just fucking announce the price, man. I don't get this shit. I mean, we're going to be in September this coming week. Yeah. and Just fucking nuts. Like, I know they say they're going to launch this console this year. They're making it, like, as difficult as possible for people to believe that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like, I really would love to know, like, and, and we probably won't ever know, but, like, why? Like, what is the holdup? Like, are they truly waiting for Microsoft to go, or is there, like, legitimate... Uh, business reasons why they're not it just I don't know it just blows my mind that we're about to be in September you gotta figure these boxes are out in November and there's still no no uh, pre-order information price date whatever and it just makes me think of like I, I feel like these consoles are going to be incredibly hard to get this fall if you want one at launch Mm -hmm. like i just i just i know they say that they're ramping up to have like 10 million or whatever but i'm like ah i don't know man they're making this fucking weird (laughs) yeah and i i feel like this is this is really weird because normally by now of course we know a price and date but by now they'd also be selling it on other features that the console has and like right Beyond the price and date, there's actually very little we know about these consoles. Yeah. Like, about, like, sure, they're going to have better graphics. They're going to, they have done presentations about their SSD and how that's going to make loading faster. But, like, it's, it seems like they're really behind. Like, this just, they're going to cram all of that information into a very small period of time. Right. Agreed. Like we don't, we don't know what the UI looks like. We don't know, you know, true more concrete details on backwards compatibility. There are so many things that we don't don't know, and yeah, it's kind of kind of crazy. You gotta think September, right? I mean, we were. I mean, a month ago we were like, it's got to be August. And I think it's just going to be that same feeling. But I, I really, really think. <laughs> Gotta be September. I mean, they can't announce this stuff in October and launch in November. That that's just fucking ridiculous. Mm. Yeah, I I don't know, man. Like they they don't need to launch the consoles this year. They don't no. really need to. Like neither Microsoft or Sony need to launch a console this year. No, but they're going to. Like I I I do believe they'll come out this year, but it's. The way they're doing it is just 
it's shitty for everyone else. Like, everyone that wants to get in on one of these consoles, everyone who wants to just see what this, this new generation of consoles is going to be about. Like, it, it isn't... It isn't really healthy for anyone. No. No, it's just kind of getting annoying at this point. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I I don't know what to say about it other than, like, I'm not going to fucking pre-order until I know how much this motherfucker costs, because that's kind yeah. of a big deal for when you pre-order something. Definitely. Uh, but yeah. We'll, we'll just move on from that. I, I'm sure... Y'all will know a price sometime soon. Hopefully. Hopefully. Please. God, let it happen. <laughs> um, Gamescom happened. Or is happening online right now. I think there's still stuff happening online right now, but they had their opening night live, which is one of... Apparently, announcements are supposed to happen. Things that are supposed to excite us as gamers around the world. Tyler, I, I don't know about you, but it kind of fell flat for me. Oh, 100%. I thought this was, was one of the most mind-numbingly boring shows I think I've ever watched. And I know a lot of effort went into it. Like, I thought the production that Jeff Keighley had and everything, I thought it very well done. The way the show was presented was very well done. It just dragged for two hours and then even some of the announcements uh just dragged um like i think one of the worst ones was just that world of warcraft stuff it's like are you fucking kidding me this is is going on so so long and and unless you're like in on world of warcraft dude you don't fucking know what's going on like i just did not understand showing off that animated short like just show the trailer that announces the release date and move on that was just mind-numbingly boring and then even um all that medal of honor stuff was boring like and the game looks fine it, it does the medal of honor vr game but just like dragging on like yeah you can look around a corner to just shoot a dude like okay we get that there's been how many VR shooters at this point? Like, come on. <laughs> but yeah, there really wasn't anything major of consequence. And there's games in, in this show that I think, you know, I'm interested in for sure. But even even what they showed of those games just wasn't exciting to me yeah. at all. Uh, yeah, I guess yeah, we have a list of stuff that was, yeah. That was at the show. I, I mean, uh, Call of Duty. You're, I saw a take. You're you're basically, you're, you're a CIA agent that's taking orders from Ronald Reagan to go do war crimes. That's basically yeah. that's, that's the take I saw. Yeah, it, it was. Uh, it's weird that Ronald Reagan's in this game. Uh. You know, it's the setting. It, I, you know, whatever makes sense. I just was like, okay, interesting. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> like, what did they have to? What approval process did they have to go through to do that? I really would. He's a public know that. figure. You can do it. He's a public figure. You're allowed to do it. <laughs> is is that true or? or, or are you I just think so. Joking? I'm pretty sure. Oh. Like okay. Because 
you can go fucking do... I mean, I doubt Id went and got Hitler's permission to use Hitler's face. <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> yeah, or machine that's games, true. rather. Uh, right. That's true. Yeah. I don't know, yeah, I mean... I'm pretty I, I sure guess... with, like, famous public figures, especially if you serve in public office, it's free game. I, th- I think that's how the rules are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that would make sense. I mean, just kind of sticking on Call of Duty, you know, it was revealed it's Black Ops Cold War, comes out November 13th, uh, and then will also launch on PlayStation 5 whenever that launches. Um, it's going to be $70, for PlayStation Five, you can get a cross-gen bundle. Uh, oh, that is. What did, I, what did I tell you? What did I tell you, man? Yeah. Call of Duty seventy dollars. <laughs> yep. So you can get a cross-gen bundle that'll give you the PS4 and PS5 version. I think the PS4 version is going to be sixty bucks. But um, yeah, called Black Ops Cold War. You know, of course, that's the official name. Um, but they put out a trailer and all that. Did you watch this? The first reveal trailer at all yeah i mean i i don't 